The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. A phenomenal display for these two featherweights. How good does it feel to be standing back here as a winner? <laughs> Can't even answer. <laughs> Come, Swanson! Oh! Big right. And now back to the body goes Soto. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I have a pretty, uh, hold on, a pretty uh, busy show today. We have uh, Cub Swanson coming on really soon. TJ Lavin, who is uh, promoting uh, MTV's The Challenge. I think it's like season 15. He's, he's been on for a long time. And uh, Jacques Array, of course, uh, is our other guest uh, fighting Kevin Holland this Saturday, which I, I, I literally can't wait until Jacques Array fights Kevin Holland. So, um, Jimmy, wait, stop, Jimmy. Well, we got to talk I, about Cub Swanson. Listen, I want, to tell pe- I want to tell people. I sure, want to tell Swanson. He's going to be coming on in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. But what people don't see, if they're just listening to this in their car yeah. or on their headphones or whatever, sure. they don't see what's in your right hand. And let's keep oh. it clean, Jimmy. <laughs> don't, don't tease me like a little kid. Oh, don't do that. You have a Quest, Oculus Quest 2 controller. Do you know how I know that that's what you, you had in your hand? How? Because I played it all morning. Oh, the uh, thing is, it gets you like oh, sorry, it gets you like a little dizzy. Yeah, but you're not playing the right game. I want you to get Population One. It's a oh, shooter. is that the game that's it's called? Oh. I saw that one. I didn't get it. It's a, it might be a little weird for you, but you'll you get used to it. Onward, I want to play games with you. <laughs> What's the one that you're really good at? I'm silly. Well, I'm, it does. They don't have that on that, but I'm getting really good at Population One. Oh, okay. and it's it's a um a battle royale type game. Okay. Which, wait, which one do you play that what you you have the Oculus? How come what which one do you have that you're well, in that? Well, the one that I was ranked in, I haven't played it. I haven't played it really since I've gotten this Quest oh. 2. Because you know why standout battle royale was what I play. Now I play oh. Population One. That's another okay. battle royale game. We got a jam-packed show. <laughs> you like it or no? Do you like it? Yeah, I got it. Um th- there's a, a game called Richie's Plank or something. 
which is oh. where you can go up and feel like you're, it may be very queasy because I get motion sick. So I was, uh, I couldn't do the plank thing. It scared the shit out of me. I'm so bad with heights. But I did the rocket race. I was like a, an idiot going up and down the street, back and forth, rocket racing by myself. Listen, I'm telling you, especially for a guy that lives by yourself, you could just throw that thing on and escape a little bit. Find some games that you like. You're going to have some fun with that. I tried a shooting game where I was just shooting targets and then my gun kept dropping and it said, put the magazine in. I couldn't find the magazine. I hate yeah. having to buy stuff, stock up here. Just give me a bunch of bullets. Let me shoot some targets. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. I'll get you a nice zombie game. We're going to have fun. Uh, speaking of fun. Okay. Notice the way I, I, I segue. An amazing segue. Yes. Cobb Swanson is ready. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to him. Let's catch up with him. Yeah, let's catch up with him. Okay. There he is. Is he on the bike? Is he doing cardio? Are you going? Hey, come, come. Are you doing cardio right now? Of course. It's five weeks. Oh my God. You're making me feel so lazy uh, and fat. Me and Jimmy. How <laughs> about you lump me in? You felt that way. You threw me in too. Even though you're right. I do feel lazy and fat. Now, how long have you been doing this this morning? Uh, I just got on a little bit ago, but I just, uh, I'm about to hit 5,000 minutes on my bike this, this year. This is a first, as far as us having somebody doing cardio when we talk. This is fun. We're going to make it go easier for you. We're going to okay. just keep you talking. Okay. Now, wait, 5,000 minutes. Now, do you time this? Like, you know, the iPhone has that thing where, where you do your steps. So now you're actually doing bike hours uh, or bike minutes the way most people do their steps. Well, you got the these newer bikes. They, they keep tabs, you know. So uh, it gives you – I passed 4,000 minutes. I was pretty proud of that. And then I realized I was going to pass 5,000 minutes by the end of the year, which is uh, over 82, oh, over 83 hours. I had to look it wow. up, um, which just shows how much I've had to do to get my, my knee back to full health. Wow. Yeah, can you talk about that injury? Uh, exactly how did that happen? You were out for what, a, a year, right? Yeah, so I heard it December 12th of last year and I'm fighting December 12th of this year, so been exactly wow. a year. Um, I was lucky enough to be in shape when I injured it. So that way, right after surgery, I was able to get right to work. And, um, you know, I was doing physical therapy three times a week and doing personal training twice a week. So every other day I'd alternate, just trying to keep my body ready. Then when all the quarantine stuff happened, had to do all that with the mask on, you know, sometimes gloves on, uh, it was crazy, but, here we are. I did what I had to do. I said I'd be back this year, and it's happening. Amazing. Isn't it, isn't it strange that, like, you know, and Jimmy, it happened during a grappling competition. I don't yeah. Know. So yeah. uh, when that happened, it was it Jake Shields? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, and it happens sometimes with the leg and tag elements. Like, you know, yeah. you go the wrong way, and it, and the other guy does, and uh, and I've seen, you know, being a jiu-jitsu guy, you know, we've seen this before, before it even happened to you, Cub, I'm sure you've seen it before. Yeah. But it's weird, because you, like you said, you were in good shape, uh, you were doing the quintet, I believe it was, correct? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword, because, I don't know, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, like, not, I wouldn't discourage, like, one of my guys to jump in a grappling competition, or... Take it because it keeps them in shape. It keeps them. It's better than now partying or getting fat. But yet, yeah. there's a slight risk of something like this happen. But this kind of freak out. It, it doesn't happen. Yeah, it sucks because 
my manager has always been one to, to be like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. And Ben, That's you know, like I always <laughs> got to convince them. And yeah. this is the first time he was like, okay, it'll be fun. No problem. And he was cool with it. And then afterwards he was so pissed at himself. And I was like, look, it's my fault. And the reason why is I stopped grappling bigger guys a long time ago because, you know, messes up your neck, your back. And so when I'm in, when I was in that exact same position with guys my size, I can, I'm, I'm flexible enough to get out. I just yeah. didn't realize, I didn't calculate how long and how strong his legs were. So when I was trying to pull my leg out and he yeah. kicked me, gotcha. I, I, it just gave out. And I was yeah. just like, oh, that was a, a terrible miscalculation. Man, well, you got the right attitude for sure. And you're a workhorse. Hey, let me tell you, what a fantastic fight you had with um crone gracie that was fun i mean did that was that i mean that that had to feel a little bit because you're an old school guy like like you know it had to feel a little bit different than a regular fight fighting somebody with such a legendary name or did it did it not no it did because you know we had that little bit of history of us competing when we were kids pretty much but then you know i'm a big fan of the gracies having Having Hickson in his corner, it was just, you know, knowing that he was going to fight extra hard, knowing his dad was there. Yeah. Uh, he was undefeated at the time. But I definitely felt like he was in my world, and he was, yeah. he was biting off a little bit more than he could chew. But, I, I man, what a tough kid. I got to give it to him. 100%. I want to see him back, too, and we haven't seen him since. I don't know yeah. what – What's going on there? Get yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to see him get back in there. After, after you have an injury like you had, how long after surgery do you know if things are going to be okay? Like, how long does it take you to gauge, like, okay, I think this is actually going to work out? Well, it's such a mental <laughs> a mental fuck, I should say. Yeah. I, I'm used to breaking bones. I broke many bones in six to eight weeks. Okay, it heals, no biggie. Um, I've had casts on both hands and trying to drive my car and I figure it out. But this one was difficult. It was such a long process and just really always going to bed every night going, did you mess it up? Did you push it too hard? Yeah. Just second guessing yourself the whole way and just being afraid like, am I babying it? Am I pushing too hard? So I, I had a physical ther therapist that was pretty conservative but then I was consulting with one that was pretty progressive and I would try to meet in the middle. I would say, right. Hey, you're a badass athlete. You could do this, but at the same time you're in your later thirties. So, you know, don't, don't be stupid. You're not in the position to hurt it again. So I listened to my body uh, and I did the best I could and I felt like I did great. Were there any moments when you were training or rehabbing where you went, oh, fuck, 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 I, I did too much? Like, wait, did you have any, like, like, moments like that where you're, like, really panicked? Yeah. So when I started grappling and wrestling and I, would, I started helping Juan Archuleta for his fight, and everyone would, would be, like, oh, making faces at me, like, limp-legging and, you know, doing certain maneuvers. And I would just be, like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I'd, I'd lay in bed at night trying to fall asleep and I'd replay everything I was doing and going, man, what an idiot. Why would you do that? Why would you risk it? 
So it was a lot of like battling in your head like that. And so every time I would go see the doctor, I'd be like, can you give it a test? And they'd be, oh man, this is strong. And I'd be like, okay, good. Keep moving forward. Uh, Jimmy, you know, I was just going to say, it's, it's, not, it's not fight related, but it's pretty funny. Uh, you see, Jimmy, do you see the Fleetwood Mac thing with the commercial, the cranberry juice, but dog face, dog face? Uh-huh. Hey, you no. see, he kind of looks like, well, listen, uh, I don't know, it looks a little, resembles a little bit with the mustache. So anyway, did you, see, you know what I'm talking about? When they, yeah, you didn't he, see my version? Oh, you got to see his version. So anyway, it went viral. It's the uh, the guy on the uh, on Instagram. He's on his skateboard and he's he's lip singing to Fleetwood Mac and he's drinking his cranberry juice. You had to see it, Jimmy. Yeah, I've heard. No, I heard that it went viral because Stevie Nicks just sold her, her catalog or something. So like that was kind of tied into the story somehow. But I didn't see the actual video. Oh, wow. You're like the one person that did it. I know. I know. I'm a pop culture idiot. <laughs> no, it's all right, man. So anyway, so I thought that was funny that you... uh. That, that you know, people are saying that the guy looked like Cub Swanson a little bit. So he did a, a remake of it. How many takes did it take you to do that? Did you just do the first one or just? No, so I went by myself and did it. That's my wife funny. was going to help me, but she had to stay with the kids. So I just went, you know, not too far around my house. And I knew I had, there's this little hill, which was sketchy because my knee still wasn't oh, that's a start. the best. Oh, but man. I probably did it in like eight takes. And, oh, uh, great. You know, but it, it was just, I was just having fun with it. I knew that people, I knew a lot of people would enjoy it because I was getting tagged in it so much and I would have done it sooner, but I didn't want to shave my head just yet. Oh, so, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, it was fun. Holy fuck. He looked, dude, he looked exactly like I'm seeing this guy for the first time. <laughs> I thought it was your video. The, the, I, I clicked on it. I'm like, oh, that's Cubs video at the top. It's the guy. Wow. He looks exactly like you. I can't believe I didn't uh, see this. Well, I think he's got a few years on me, you know, and <laughs> yeah, maybe I mean, don't you, get me wrong, you're much handsomer, but I'm, I'm just saying maybe he, a little bit more than me. So <laughs> yeah, he's got, if he's a little rundown, but <laughs> I mean, the guy's name is Dogface, Isn't it Dogface? Yeah. You know, when you're being prepared to a guy named, uh, Hey, you look like Dogface. You're probably... <laughs> Not only did it. Yeah. But, uh... I, I, I get some funny ones, you know, people who's the other one, uh, the boxer, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. The one from Albuquerque that passed away that used to do a lot of drugs. I don't want to When I was in Albuquerque, everyone used to be like, man, you look just like him. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, that's funny. You're like, yeah, man, I do some other manly shit. <laughs> you know the boxer I mean? who died, when did he die? Uh, a while back. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name, but he was... He was an amazing boxer. Tattoos all on his chest. You know, it's funny. I stopped watching boxing. I, I, I watched the Tyson Jones fight just to, you know, for nostalgia and, and, you know, just to see Tyson fight. And I loved the. I actually enjoyed watching those guys do it at their age. But I, I just, the judging in boxing is so, I mean, not that it's perfect in MMA, but in boxing, it's just so, you can't even, you know, it, it's like watching Two two people do something, and then the, the, it's just random who they decide is going to win. There's no integrity to the judging, so I just I can't enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's tough. I, I enjoyed the seeing uh, Tyson and and Roy Jones go at it. I wasn't a fan of the commentary though. Everybody was loving it. I I was disappointed that they kept referring to they're not like they used to be, but it's still fun. It's like why do you have to say that? I, I wasn't expecting them to be the they're 50 years old. Like just just take it for what it is and enjoy it. 
it's funny. I noticed the same thing. Like, like to mention it once in the beginning, because, hey, look, it's the elephant in the room as these guys yeah. are in their 50s. But I think you're right. There was a few times I noticed, like, why? They, like, they didn't seem like they were shitting on them. But it's like, you guys don't need to remind me. Yeah. Um, I, I know he's 54. Roy's 51. And I don't have my expectations high. These guys are Tyson's cardio. How good did Tyson's cardio look, though? Like, to watch a guy at 54 years old moving like that was, that was to me, the most amazing part of that, that whole experience. Yeah, and it's because of his composure. You know, he got a little frustrated in there because he, he wanted to hit him hard, but keeping your composure helps with your cardio. Because when you get, you know, pissed off, you your heart rate spikes and you, you gas out quicker. So him having, you know, still competing at that level and, and keeping your heart rate down, it's impressive. Not to mention he hasn't done it in what? 15 years. 15, yeah, 15 years. I mean, Roy Jones was fighting a couple of years ago. So yeah. People really gotta throw that in there to consider that. You know? Yeah. And I guess keep keeping yourself from getting angry. I, I never thought of it in the because again, I don't fight. So, w- w- you know, for me, the angry guy is what would scare me. A guy who's really pissed off. But I guess that works against you. Yeah. Well, if if it's controlled anger, that's kind of what I've always had. When I got angry in fights, I'm the kind of person where like, if you hit me, I don't want to hit you back right now. You hit me, I'm like. Oh man, when I get you in the right position, I'm gonna kill you. That's that's the kind of person I am. So I have a controlled anger where it's worked for my to my advantage. If you're the kind of person that gets hit and you want to hit him right back, that's how you fall into traps. That's how you get hurt. Hundred percent. I sparred guys like that, and it's the sure way to get them to come after you. You hit them, you know. I hit him with a right hand. I know he wants to hit me back with a right. You give him a kick, you know he wants to kick you back. Yep. You know, and and, and we learned from that from both from sparring or like in a fight itself, which is the worst time to learn that. Yeah. Right or I remember Cal Parisi kicked me, like a high kick, and I went to, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking kick your ribs in. I did like a front kick, he tackled me and started fucking grounding. <laughs> Listen, I learned my lesson the hard way, Jimmy. Well, it's amazing when I watch fight, like, cause I, you know, there's, there's, there's YouTube fights, which is probably how I would do it if I had to, which is flailing. And when I watch, the amazing thing to me about watching guys fight is, is the calculations that I know you guys are doing. Like, like when you just said setting traps, you fall into trap. Mm-hmm. Like guys are fighting, they're actually thinking of getting your timing down and setting a trap. I'm, I'm amazed that people can be so good at that, that they can think that through um, and, and actually lay a trap for you that, that another fighter will fall into. Yeah, that's one of the things that I do well when I'm fighting at my best. I'm like thinking a couple steps ahead. And it's funny you bring that up because I feel like in my last three fights or so, um, not the last one was one I really started coming back, but I was trying to progress my, you know, my fighting style because you got to progress in this game or else you're a dinosaur and you get kicked out real quick. So I just kind of lost focus of the things that made me great. And uh, it just started coming back to me the last couple of fights. I think because I've been doing camps um, at my own UFC gym, Costa Mesa, and having all my guys come to me, having the coaches come to me and just focus 100% on me. I don't do the big group classes and get lost in the shuffle. Right. Like just a lot of attention on me. And I've been able to really focus, really be able to see those things, slow things down and, uh, and just hunt. And it's been fun. 
Would you get lost in? Oh, sorry, Matt. Would you get lost in the shuffle because would coaches kind of assume like, ah, it's Cup Swans? You know, would sometimes the fact that you are who you are and you're a legend work against you, where guys would give attention to somebody they thought needed it more? Well, it's just like when you walk into a room of forty guys, you're like, this is what we're working today, and they have they don't come to you and say, hey, what do you feel like you need to work today? Let's talk about it. What's what's somewhere that you're you're having trouble with? That's one technique that we need to focus on for you. That's important, you know, because I've done it all. You know, it's like we, I've done this, this takedown defense, this takedown, this reversal. But which ones are you sharp at? Which ones you want to be sharper at? Let's focus on you. That's the important thing. So when you're catering to like 40 different people, it's just a very like generalized way of doing things. You know, it's like, it's like when I would teach a seminar, people always said, what, what are you going to teach? I don't know. So I would ask everybody to, to shadow box, warm up. And what I see around the room, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing a common mistake. That's what we're going to work. And then I tell them, go back, work this. Okay. So the way I would coach people is I see an issue and I address it right away. I'm not going to come in with a predetermined plan saying, this is what we're going to work. And everyone's like, ah, oh, we did that two weeks ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What do you find a difference? What do you think the difference is now? Like training at 37 compared to 27. I mean, another way of finding out the hard way, I blew my back out at 35, at 34 or 35. And I'm like, and I was doing the, cause I was doing the same kind of stuff I was doing at 24. Like, and, Think your body just changes, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's different for lighter guys. I don't know. I, what do you find the difference? Like that may be one of them. What you said with giving the attention all to you, but you see, yeah, it's just listening to my body, and uh, I, I've I keep thinking about this. Undertraining is stupidity, and overtraining. What I say, overtraining is uh, um, insecurity. Right. When you're younger, you train and train, you go, this guy's training harder than me. And you have to convince yourself. You got to keep training. You got to keep pushing because you're insecure. When you know, when you've been there, you're like, this is exactly what I need to do to get my body in shape. And when you, the thing for me is when I'm in the gym with all the guys, nobody's, nobody's like one upping me, you know, I'm right there with the, with the best of the best. Right. We're, we're battling every day, but just when I go home, I'm a little bit more sore. I got to stretch. I got to go do cryo. I got to mm-hmm. ice a little bit. So I may take an extra day off. That's about it. So I'm just being smarter, listening to my body. And, and I don't have to do as many reps as they do. Cause I've already done, them. you know, I just need to, I know exactly what I need to do to be sharp. Now cryotherapy. Oh, sorry. Mike. I just want to ask you about cryotherapy before I forget. Cause uh, I've, I've tried, I did it a couple of times. And I started to have a, like, it started to hurt like my bones in my leg. How long do you go in for like three minutes and do you do the full immersion or do you leave your neck out? I do the one with my neck out and I, I put on the highest setting. Uh, it, it sucks sometimes, especially when you're lower on weight, you seem to get a little bit colder quicker, but I, I just find that it gets deep. You know, if you have like, arthritis, things like that. It really helps. But with, uh, you know, with my knee, 
uh, I was icing, doing cryo as much as I could, and then icing my knee three, four times a day. So uh, it just it became a pain in the butt. Yeah. So here's a here's a question. I never did the chi- the chi- how do you, what do you say? Cryo cryotherapy. Cryo. Uh, I got, but I've been in a cold pool. Do you guys get shrinkage from the the Cairo? Before I go in, I have that. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Ah, Swanson wouldn't know. Poor Jimmy. It's yeah. cold. Jimmy, it's cold though. Jimmy, you did, you did the one up to your neck too? Yeah, because they didn't. They didn't. Do it. They didn't have the one that you walk into the room. They only had the one. It's like being in like a, a capsule. And you just kind of stand there and you're wearing these wood clogs and like shorts and uh, your neck is sticking out and it's a really awful cold. Like it's an awful cold. But is it awful like an ice bath or no? It's not as bad because it's shorter. It's colder, but it's shorter. Wow. How long is an ice bath? 10 minutes, seven minutes. Shit, man. I don't like getting in my pool when it's 68 degrees. I'm not (laughs) I go to the fucking ice. I don't know. It makes it hard to breathe. (sighs) Like it's hard for me to breathe in in that type of of cold. And that's why I don't know if I could do the full where you go into the room and you're uh, just kind of locked in. But yeah, yeah, it it does get in there really, really deep. And I have a little problem my shoulder, uh, which you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, damn it! You're talking. He's on his almost five thousand minutes on that. You're talking to a warrior. You right. you don't like him getting your, your skin wrinkled. Will you please? Well, that, well that's why you have to add. This is the guys you ask advice from. You, gotta, you, you ask the guys who, you, these are the guys you should ask advice from. See, <laughs> if I'm going to pick somebody's brain to learn about cryotherapy, it's got to be a guy who really uses it and knows it. Because I can't, none of my friends are in any kind of shape. So Cub is as close to somebody who's in shape that I know. No offense, Matt. So you. I feel you. It's like. What like for me, I do all this crazy training. One of the my the hardest things for me to do is wake up at 8:30 in the morning and reach down and grab my kids out of bed, out of their cribs. They're little oh. tanks, you know. And my shoulders just, you know, that early in the morning after training and training, training, like I just dread getting up and going, oh man, gotta pick these kids up out of bed. <laughs> so it's like that's like one of the hardest things for me. How many you, kids do you have? I'm sorry, what, Jimmy. How that, many kids do you have? I have a three-year-old daughter, and I have twin, identical twin boys that are two. So a three and two two-year-olds. Oh, man. That's going to work your cardio, too. Yeah, around. yeah. So, And it's crazy, man. Like, This is the first camp, too, that I've really learned to balance the two so well. Like, I, at minimum, I spend five hours with my kids a day, minimum. Um. And so, but I'm still pushing and training like crazy, um, training all morning. And then at night when they go to bed or just before bedtime. So me and my wife, we've worked it out. So we're that way we both are working, both spending time with the kids and, uh, just finding that balance in life is really, yeah. really, you know, great. Twin boys. That, that, that's a lot of work. So now when, I don't know anything about like when, when kids are two, I don't know how much personality they have. But like when, when they're twins, is there anything similar you're seeing? Like that's just because they're twins or are they too young to display any of that yet? Well, they, they have very different personalities. One's super quiet and nice and the other one's just pretty extreme and wild, um, which is great because they live up to their names, King and Saint. Um, oh, perfect. 
Yeah, so their name is King Cub Swanson and Saint Cub Swanson, which is that's awesome. Me and my wife came up with <laughs> that's great. But but man, they, the the funniest thing is just that night when I put them to bed, I close the door and they pretend like they're falling asleep. And as soon as I walk out, they're like, ha, ha, ha. And they're laughing and like talking to each other, baby talk. And I walk in there and they pretend like they're sleeping. And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. That's cute, man. Oh, that's great. Um, I wonder if it's different with twins. Like, you know, I have three kids and it's so funny. You can raise them all the same way, but they all have just, they're just all different. They all have different personalities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, the, the, the thing I'm excited about most is they're going to be there. They're going to be the best training partners when it comes to wrestling. Definitely going to have them wrestle and uh, they're, they're going to beat each other up. So they're going to make each other tough. You done now? You done with three or are you looking? Oh yeah. Yeah. We were only trying to have two. We thought, okay, we were, we were real logical, you know, one was tough. We, we figured it out pretty quick. We, We did it as a team. One more. You know, if, if we take them to a restaurant and they get out of hand, we just pick them up and leave. <laughs> then, then we got the twins and we were like, oh, my, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Um, and good. my wife right away was like, that's three car seats. That's three strollers. That's three. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> three colleges, three college tuitions. Yeah. I mean. Calm down, Jimmy. I got three kids, too. Don't give me- <laughs> but it is uh, it's a beautiful thing, though. That's great. And that's great. You spend so much time with them. There's not yeah. guys that there's guys that don't spend five hours a week with their kids. So that, that's, well, that's- it's like that's why I didn't have kids in my 20s. I, I purposely waited until I was at, you know, it's like, you know how it is when you become champion. You do more media. You Your obligations are, are way bigger. Right. When you're a main mm-hmm. event, your obligations are more. I feel like I'm able to to maintain a high level and keep pushing in my career at this point and take on the responsibility of raising my kids. And and so I, I it was pretty planned out that I would do it at this point in my career. And uh, it's awesome because I make my own schedule. I work my butt off and then I come home and I play with them. And on the days that I don't have the energy, I just lay there and let them jump on me. And you said you run a uh, a UFC gym? Yes. Well, it's it's a we have a franchise, and um, I don't have to do much but show up and post about it. But me and Michael Bisbing, uh, we own the gym together. Oh, that's great! Oh, nice. You see yourself doing when you're done fighting, whether it's five months, five years, whenever. No, no time on it, but. When you are done, do you see yourself being a coach and staying involved that way or not even? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been coaching for 10 years, at least, if not 12. Uh, I've been bringing guys up and mentoring guys. And that's one of the reasons why I have a lot of guys around me. I, I mentor guys and I've been doing it for a long time. So I got all these young, hungry, you know, ex-college wrestlers that want to fight and they, they're, they're always nipping at my heels. So uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. I, I don't know if that'll be my full-time job. I'd like it to be, but I also don't want to rely on, on fighters to pay my bills. So uh, if I can, if I can work it out to where I have steady income and, and I can just coach guys for passion and make a paycheck here and there, I, I would love that. Well, Cub, it's uh, obviously good talking to you uh, against, you know, Daniel Pineda, uh, Pineda this uh, Saturday night, which is, it's crazy. Figueredo's fighting again. 
Uh, I feel like we just went through this. He's like doing it every two weeks. He's going to defend his belt. Um, but you guys, I think, are the final fight of the uh, on the prelims mm-hmm. uh, before the uh, the main card. So uh, you're, you're coming up right after Mackenzie Dern. Uh, her fight. Uh, it's, good. it's a great card. The entire card is incredible. So uh, it's always good talking to you. And by the way, you sound more even while you're doing cardio than I do when I'm sitting here. It's it's really humiliating. <laughs> well, put you sound put it this way. I'm maintaining uh, just under 200 watts this whole time. So if you ride a bike, you you know what I'm talking about. A little under two. I don't, I don't, I, I do the, uh, I'll do the elliptical or the bike for a few minutes, but never enough to, to get into any uh, technicalities. So I'm going to get on and try 200 watts and see what that's like for a minute or two minutes and see how long I can do it. Okay. I'm going to definitely bang out some, put. you motivated me. I'm doing some push-ups after this. Good, I'm not joking. No cardio. <laughs> All right, Cub. Good talking to you, man. I appreciate Thanks. you guys. All right. All right. Thank All you, right. Good luck on Saturday. Talk to you again. Looking for a new home or you want to save on your current mortgage? Visit rate.com and you could get massive savings with Guaranteed Rate, the official mortgage partner of the UFC. Rates are at historic lows and you could land that dream home or refinance to potentially cut your current payments in about 15 minutes. Visit rate.com today to get started with Guaranteed Rate. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. Savings, if any, vary based on a variety of factors. Restrictions apply. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLS The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I'm looking forward to Jacques Jacare and Kevin Holland. That's going to be a great fight, man. I, I like Kevin Holland a lot, but I'm such a jiu-jitsu man. But yes. Kevin Holland is a pupil, a pupil, Jimmy, yeah. of the great Travis Luter. And Travis Luter knows jiu-jitsu, and he's going to be studying Jacare's tapes. Travis Luter is the secret weapon here. He's going to help out. He's the... Uh, He's the old, uh, what is it, ace up the sleeve? What do you call it? What is uh, ace in the hall. Ace uh, in, oh, ace, ace up the sleeve, maybe. Yeah, you got ace in the hall, ace in the sleeve. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, is that John Gray is going to be extremely dangerous on the floor. Extremely dangerous. And I don't want Kevin Holland to be like, oh, I'm lanky and I'm wiry. I can squirm out of stuff. This guy will take your shoulder off. Like, you know what I mean? But I'll tell you, but he's, but, but Kevin Holland, but this is the thing. When I think of this fight, Jocker Ray does spend a lot more time standing up lately, and yeah. that could get him in trouble with Kevin Holland. It could, yeah. 
Yeah, but you can't also no one can, and no one would be crazy enough to sleep on Jacare's power either. But he can also knock you out standing up too. Um, but yeah, maybe he's standing up more because guys are just so panicked about being taken down. Um, you know, maybe uh, everybody's looking for that with him. So maybe it's a little harder for him to do it now that it was say five years ago. That's true. I mean, listen, he lost to Jan Bolohovitz, but he didn't get knocked out. He lost the, he lost by decision. You know, a split decision. And a decision to Hermanson. Uh, by the way, Matt, we should Hermanson. Uh, Hermanson looked very good, but I mean Marvin Vittori. Uh, just he's he's on a mission to to uh, to get a title shot. Vittori, Vittori, Martin Vittori. You're Who? only a fight away. Who? Is he? Who? Marvin Vittori. Oh, you said Martin. I did not say Martin Vittori. I said Marvin. Why am um, I let's see if, if somebody can. Want me to do it again? N- no, no, no. Let, let the, you. Geez, now, you're paying, now you're aware of it. Let me see. Uh, now, did, did he say Marvin or Martin? All right. It's Marvin. And I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I don't want to say, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for what's next. Yeah, me too. I like how, I like his attitude more, more than anything. I like his attitude. He's uh, he's not afraid to be himself, and no. I'll tell you, he's a dog, man. He's a, and and you gotta give it to Jack Hermanson where, yeah, he could he could have just covered up a little bit and been out of there that first round, and you know the guy had a dislocated uh, eye socket, right? Oh, he did a, a dislocated yeah. toe, but I mean he had a he said a broken eye socket, eye socket, broken toe, but not a broken spirit. That's what he said on his Instagram. I'm up on it. Wait, let, let me, I mean, dude. That was a great fight. What a fucking great fight. That was a great fight. And, and let me ask you, too. I, I would, here's what I would love to see for Vittori. He called out Paulo Costa. Him, uh, Jared Cannonier against Vittori, I would love to see. Either of those fights would, would make me really, really happy. Um, or, again, Kevin Holland would be a fight. But, I mean, now that Vittori is as highly, you know, he's going to jump out of the top five. Uh, I got to be honest, in that first round, which, by the way, you called it, uh, you know, I, I had Hermanson. I said, I thought by the fourth round, Vittoria might get a little tired. You picked uh, Vittoria in the fourth. That's what the fuck I was waiting for. I'm going to yeah, yeah. brag it. I'm going to be a bad... Today, what I'm going to be is? You know what I'm going to be today? A bad winner. You should be. It's okay. I would be too. Let's talk about how Jamal Hill did. Well, well, well uh, let me ask you. T- I wanted to comment on this. Oh, you are so lucky. Look. T- do you think... I was surprised that Vittori went to the ground with Hermanson. I think he... Like they said, he might want to submit him. Um, and I think that he could have put him away if he had not done that. You know what? I he might have he might have thought it was going to be easier than it was. Yeah. But when he found out it wasn't, yeah, it didn't it did not change his attitude. Like he was still the Italian Terminator in there. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what he is. He's going forward, and he's got a good a good a good arsenal, man. Yeah. He's really well rounded. Yeah. And, and he looks and he's powerful. Man, I'm liking him a lot, and uh, he. You know what the big di- the difference? Not with him, not Jack. Jack was hungry too, but I'm saying between him and some other guys is I think that, that guy looks hungry, man. Even his first fight with with Adesanya, where he got yeah. that in that third round, he, he he knew he knew he needed it, and he dug in deep, and he was counter striking, he was taking him down. What a good! I mean, I can't wait to see what's next. I like that he called out uh, Costa. Paulo Costa, yeah. How great is that? He's not looking for an easy fight.
we should get to uh, TJ Lavin is uh, is here. Um, he's promoting MTV's The Challenge, and it was shot in Iceland during the COVID lockdown, which is pretty amazing that they pulled that off. Let, let's talk to him, and I'm sorry for almost being a bad winner. We'll talk. That's about okay. That. We we have other fights to cover. All right. Okay. Hey TJ, how you doing? Good, brother. How are you? How are Very you? good. Uh, now, are you? You're not. It's still in Iceland, are you? No, I'm in Las Vegas. How did you guys pull off? shooting in iceland um and, and when, when in the pandemic did you do did you do it at the beginning or like once things were kind of in place and everybody could be tested and how far into it did you, you guys say yeah we just got done so it was it was like once oh. everything was in place and and we could get tested and uh we tested three times a week we were in a bubble and no one broke protocol and it was over 200 people and we all stayed strong we all stayed focused two and a half months of no nothing just just get the show done so it was pretty cool, man, that we were able to get it done and nobody broke broke the rules, you know? What's the premise of the show exactly, for the people that don't know? Well, it's a bunch of people that, that are on other shows or that are known from other things, like Lolo Jones, even Olympic athlete. I mean, she's she's she graced us with her presence this time, dude. She's badass. And uh, we have a bunch of, of, of incredible talent that come on the show and just try and put it up against somebody else and see if they can see if they can win that million bucks. Yeah, it seems like that. And it also, uh, I was watching the trailer for it, and it seems like you're, you're getting almost like people to uh, to work against even their friends. And for a million dollars, I mean, that's a tremendous amount of motivation. I mean, that's that's a lot more than I think most shows offer. I mean, you get people to do a lot for a million dollars. Yeah, no doubt about it, dude. It's it's definitely something that tests their 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 friendships, their relationships. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Like, I, I, I watched, you know, people crumble under the pressure of of ten thousand dollars but when you put put a million bucks on it it's a whole different deal what is the premise of it what is the, the challenge or what is the challenge i'm a newbie i want to know come on man <laughs> Not so they i want to know i'll be watching every week oh, like the that Mandalorian. that's my man that's my man right there hey you look good by the way man you lose the weight who are you talking to you guys lose the weight you, you look sharp yeah, I lost some weight. Yeah, you look uh, sharp. You know what it is? You know what it is, TJ? Uh, you might have seen me when I was full of gluten. Okay. I've been laying light on the, mm. I've been laying light on the gluten. All right. Good man. But I love it. I love it, man. You look healthy. Uh, thank you so much. You must have really seen me when I was a real fat man. But, uh, <laughs> Any weight Matt lost, I picked up. So it was kind of nice. It just went from him to an hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're but, but TJ, out, well, tell us about the show. I want to know about the challenge. All right, so the yeah. challenge is challenge? all these people competing. They live together and then they compete. Okay. And, and then every month, they, every, every week, rather, they try not to get eliminated. Like their whole goal is to not get eliminated. So if they, but they have to go into an elimination to earn a thing called a skull so that they can run run the final. I have a final at the very end, and it's like it's like a really hard, hard thing to do, man. And they got to sleep in the cold, and they got to do a bunch of shit, and it's hard. And it's a very, like, like interesting thing because they the whole season they have to go along and try not to get eliminated, but they have to go in and win an elimination to earn a skull in order to get to the final. So it's pretty cool, man. There's a lot of little rules and twists and turns that go around the way. And it's a very hard game to win. So the people that have won multiple are just incredible athletes slash great politicians slash like just yeah. real good, you know, because you have the politic in the house 
to get yourself lined up to go into a, an elimination with somebody that you think you can beat and, and things like that. So there's a lot to it and they're all living together the entire time. So sprinkle a little bit of weather and it's just an incredible equation for an amazing show. And it's like, is there like, is there some like fooling around going on or no, that doesn't happen. Oh, a, like lot, some... a lot of fooling around going on. If there's no fooling around going on, you don't really have a TV show, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what made Oz such a good show. <laughs> oh, it's that show. It's not you that. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, you freak. So, oh, so there's a lot of stuff going on. All right. So I'm going to get, I'm going to start watching this. Yeah, This man. is exciting. Yeah. And, and seeing as, as Buna Murray, who is the, the, the company that makes the show for MTV, the production company, they've invented the real world. They invented real like television you know what i mean like uh, uh reality television so yeah like everything that you know from from the ultimate fighter to the real world road rules challenges and to uh, now it's the challenge it, it has been all groomed up from buna murray and it's it's something that it's awesome because all these other you know big shows that are on network television and things that you never see they 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 sometimes use our challenges like, they're like, Oh, that looks awesome. Then they use it. And it's, it's cool, man. It's an honor. You know, it's like something that I like. I like to see other, other shows use our shows, um, different challenges and things like that for, for different events. We don't have any fighting on there though. <laughs> MTV is I was talking to somebody recently about MTV. MTV changed almost everything. And again, the real world really did start, Reality TV, yeah. The Osborne, uh, you know, a Pimp My Ride, all these crazy shows, the camera angles and, and the weird things they did with cameras. MTV, uh, culturally, they, I mean, they changed television probably more than anybody. And they don't really get enough credit for that. That's a good point, videos. What the fuck's up with that? What's that? <laughs> Call me old school. They don't got any videos anymore, do they? I know. And that's when they started to adapt. Like, it was amazing when, when there was less, like, VH1 popped up with their videos MTV started doing other things and they really don't get the credit for the influence they've had on television. Oh, thanks man. That, you're right. And that, you're right. And then like they, they've done a lot with the camera work. Like you said, like the fisheye cam, there, there was no such thing as a fisheye cam before MTV, like, you know, Puff Daddy brought it into the, into the music videos. And then everybody was like 1997, 98. Everybody's like, Oh my God, that's the coolest thing in the world. And all these things going in and out of the cameras and everything. But uh, yeah, man, you're right. The, the the reality television as a whole, like even the Kardashians and, and all these, the Osbournes, the Kardashians, all these reality television shows are people living in where they live. And they, it all started when they were doing the, re, the real world in, in the day. So it's pretty cool. And when they did, when they did the real, and again, it becomes not cost effective, but like the real world and the Osbournes. They, they stayed with you for months. Like now they kind of, every network condenses it just to save money. But they, I mean, they would months, those guys would be in the house together or, or whatever, or the Osbournes. They just filmed them all day. They never did a take two and just tried to get what they could get. So they did it. I think of all the people who did it, I think MTV did it the most legitimately. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah. This show right here, we're, we're a very, um, we, we pride ourselves on integrity of the show. Like, if if there's ever ever anything that's that's set up or anything like that it's to retake what you just did you know what i mean so right. it's never something that we're like like changing any kind of outcomes on a challenge or any kind of game never is anything fixed 
it's it's a very upfront and above board show. Um, the only thing that would be redone is like a walk in, like somebody walk in somewhere um, to 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 make sure that everybody gets on TV. You know, everything's on. Yeah, the right walk in is right. You know what I mean? And things like that. Like we never do take two on a game or anything like right. that. Man, holy shit, man. Talk about a show having legs. I didn't realize you have been doing this for 15 years. Yeah, bro. You're I've been a host. I apologize for asking what the fuck it is. I don't watch, dude. I play my video games. I hang out with my kids. I don't I don't watch any TV. That's crazy. Uh, 15 years. No wonder why you're so passionate about it. I can hear that in your voice. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, it you know it, it it's 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 crazy because I I started it 15 years ago. I was still a bike rider and uh yeah. I was just BMX in doing things. And then I'd go host shows and then I'd ride bikes in the contests and then I'd go host shows halfway through the season. Sometimes I would fly. Like I was in Trinidad and Tobago, caught a flight, competed in a contest, do action sports tour, went right back to the show to finish hosting the show. So it was really cool. I was juggling it for about six or seven years. Um, So it's been 15 years pro BMX rider. And now it's been 15 years hosting a television show. So it's the same exact amount of time until this year it's going to overcome being a television host is longer than my BMX career, which I never even imagined. Like there's no way that's possible. And then you just develop a passion for it because you see like the craft of it and trying to become a better host and trying to be like yourself. I mean, you're, you're, you're very, very well-versed from podcasts to television. Like you're, you're good, man. And you, and I saw you win a title. So, you know what I mean? It's like, it is what it is, dude. I, I, man, TJ, I'm liking you more and more. Let me ask you. <laughs> and you I, are I, just I, a beautiful I, bastard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to ask you, though. You were a BMX. Uh, I don't know if you still ride. Do you still ride or no? Uh, just a little bit. I mean, I ride, I ride mountain bikes a lot. And I try, to, I try to, like, really make myself so tired that I can go to bed. <laughs> uh, that's that, that's we just talked to Alvin St. Pru, who just got into mountain biking. And it's fascinating to me that going downhill, he said, is harder than going uphill because you're afraid of falling. Only for the well, guys. Like, I ride with the UFC guys, a, a bunch of guys, and uh, like in Jay Huron and stuff like that, and like some of the old school dudes. And we 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 all get together and ride, and we uh, we have a little text, and it's just a wolf. We just text each other a wolf, and that means we're going to go ride. So then we just set a time and and send it. And those guys love the uphills and all the fighters love the uphills. And then they're like, the downhill is gnarly. <laughs> like, it's, it's sketchy. You're talking about Jay Haran. Jay Haran's a Long Island guy. And I'm, I'm so happy to see him doing well. Yeah. I always see him. I see him in a Denzel Washington movie. Yeah. I see him in Denzel. I love, see, I love that, man. Because there's so many casualties in this game as far as guys that the next step, they don't, it doesn't work out for him. And then yeah. you see a guy like that, a nice kid from the neighborhood and he's doing well. It makes me very happy. Yeah. That's my guy, man. I love him. He's a great guy. But how did you get in? How did they approach you? If you like back 15 years ago, like, Hey man, you're, 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 you're good on the bike. You're going upside down. Let you, here's a mic. Let's see how you do with a mic. I mean, how does that work? Was um, it like auditions for this thing or? Nah, like we did, but it was just a tape we sent in, but that was just after I already got the job. Like they, they made us like send in this tape. There's three of us down to three of us. And they were like, all right, send in some tapes and see if you can, if you can actually read. And uh, so we did, but, but so funny because my show, I've never, ever had a prop teleprompter and, and, or never had an earpiece. Like I, I always study and memorize six pages of copy. Sometimes it's crazy. 
the level of, of memorization that I've developed over the years from doing the show is, is awesome. And I love it. And it's so, I take pride in not having a teleprompter. Now it's like, all right, here's the, here's the script, know it in the morning. And then you send it, you know what I mean? It's really cool. Nowadays they email it to me, but, but back then, um, there was a guy named Vidi Parastivo and he came over to my house and he's sweeping my back porch and he's like helping out. And we had this thing called the backyard barbecue here at the house. And I just built this place. I was 22 years old, you know, going crazy, had the backyard full of jumps and had every, you know, movie stars here and everything. It was crazy. So at that morning he came in the house and I was like, yo man, don't, don't sweep that porch. Like, just come in and have some breakfast with us, you know, whatever. And I made him a quesadilla and we, we had sat there with the quesadillas and then I helped him sweep the porch and we became friends. And then every year he would call me on my birthday and I was like, dude, this dude's really cool. Like what a nice guy. Like I never knew like, and then he worked his way up MTV. I went to New York city uh, to William Morris agency and I was sitting in there signing with William Morris. I thought, and, and then all of a sudden I get a call from, Vinny and Vinny's like, yo, come over and see me. I'm a, I have an office over here in Times Square. And I was like, sure, you have an office? Like I thought he was just like a back porch sweeper, but he wasn't. He's a badass dude. And like he he like he just did what you know you're supposed to do, help everybody. So he ended up being like the vice president of talent development or something over there in MTV. I walked into his office, he had rainbows everywhere. And like I'm always just a smart ass. I'm like, dude. Vinny, are you gay? He goes, yeah. And I go, oh, thank God. He's like, why? What's the matter? I go, nothing. There's just be no women for the rest of us. Look how beautiful you are. And like, he just started laughing. And he was laughing. He thought that was great. And he was like, dude, you'd be perfect for this show. Are you you interested in hosting a, a show? And I was like, uh, sure. What is it? He goes, it's the challenge. And I go, that's Dave Mira's show. That's my friend Dave. And he goes, oh, Dave's done with it, dude. I think they're done with him. He's done with them give him a call. And I, so I called him right there on the spot. And I was like, Dave, how you doing, man? And he's like, Hey, and I go, Hey, I'm at MTV. And they said that the that, that challenge is available, whatever. Are you done with it for real? Like, are you into it or no? He goes, no, 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 dude, do it, do it. You'll love it. It'll be like one or two seasons. You'll be over it, but just do it. So I did. And now here I am 26 seasons later. Oh, shit. Is it 26? Wow. Yeah. Dave's still Senior, up, 26 days, it's crazy. Is Dave still picking up your calls now? Or is Not, he like, no, you know what? Dave, he, he, like, he passed away. He was one of my best. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good, bro. He was one of the best. He's, he's the best bike rider to ever live. And he was one of my best friends. And, and I love the guy. And he, uh, he, like, he passed away, but he was such a badass dude. And it's so cool because I have this thing on my phone. It's like a podcast of him being somewhere. And, and when I turn on my phone, it won't go away. It just says Dave Mira podcast always. And I try to play it and it won't play. It's just him. I don't know. It's a glitch. I'll just leave it. <laughs> oh, man. It's wow. crazy. How, TJ, how old are you around? You look around my age. I, I, today's my birthday. I'm 44. Oh, you're looking Happy birthday. Happy birthday, yeah, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah, 44, man. Not to be not to go be negative, but I, you know, you just brought up your, your friend that, that that passed. And as you get older, man, yeah. more don't you see more and more of your friends just it's like oh, they drop, they start dropping. Yeah. Tribute. And that's how you stop feeling because I'm 52. So you stop feeling the way to stop feeling old is you start going like, well, 
technically I'm lucky I outlived this person and that person. And it's like, so it could be worse. You know, getting old doesn't really suck. There's worse options. It beats, it beats the alternative, right? Yeah. (laughs) So it's all good, dude. I'm, I I don't even feel young. I feel, I feel really young. Like, I mean, my body's banged up. I definitely had a lot of crashes and I have a lot of metal in all my body, but I, uh, I feel good, man. I feel great. Like I, I run, I walk, I, mountain bike i do my thing i just i love it man living life doing it it's probably the company you keep too you're hanging out with jay haran jay haran's not even a spring chicken now but he's you got this the young mentality like that's whether it's doing the challenge you're hanging around with the mtv crowd it's like it, it, me i'm at my schools with the my jujitsu buddies and yeah, I, I don't know it keeps you like a young state of mind yeah. even longo Ray Longo is 62. I feel like, I don't feel like he's a, my best buddy. 62. He's no like, way, like, dude. He's a badass. Like I wouldn't, I don't want to touch that guy. Like, he'll kill you. <laughs> Longo's still dangerous. Yeah, dude. It's, it's all mentality. It is. TJ, when does your show premiere? So we can give you the proper plug. This Wednesday, get- this Wednesday night. Um, Tonight, actually, we're going to have a, a, I think there's a launch special on MTV. Look it up. Uh, your local listings, but, it's uh, 8, 7 Central on Wednesday night, and it's going to be a pretty damn good season, dude. And even if you don't love the, the the drama and the whatever, the challenges are sick. But more importantly than anything, it's the landscape, dude. The landscape is insane. You can watch that show and just be, like, dumbfounded by how beautiful Iceland is, man. Like, it's New Zealand with rainbows, waterfalls, and I swear to God, I saw a couple of unicorns. <laughs> it's an amazing and i was watching and again in the trailer it almost reminded me of because it's like this icy tundra like uh you ever see the thing by john carpenter that movie that's what it reminded me of this just that crazy beautiful isolated play yeah it was really great uh and i've been to iceland it's really really nice um i spent a, a week there so i can imagine two and a half months yeah. really really nice yeah there. it's beautiful man it's beautiful I, every time i would drive i would look at the landscape and i would be like is this real life like and then all of a sudden another waterfall and then all of a sudden a rainbow would come up and there'd be two big rainbows. And I'm like, dude, this is insane. It's insane. People, if, if people really knew that how beautiful this place was, it would be completely taken over by everyone. You know, did you, did you I, uh, TJ, you ever watch Vikings? Yeah. You did. Yeah. did you, are you up on it? No, oh, I'm I not up this. on it. I'm not up on okay. it, but I've seen it. Okay. But you, all right. Well, yeah. Loki, not Loki. Floki, it's kind of like Loki. He goes to Iceland, right? Yep. Beautiful. Oh my! I gotta bring people. This is the land of the gods. Yes. He brings he brings people there. He must have went in the off season because then all of a sudden it was a shithole. Yeah. Well, it it it's crap. Is that the, is there a different? That's the only thing I know of Iceland is from Vikings. So well, is it beautiful part of the year? Part of the year it's very rough, or did Floki just land on the wrong side of Iceland? The weather, the weather is crazy. Like if you. If you don't like the weather in Iceland, then just wait five minutes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's unbelievable, dude. Like, like you're sitting there, all of a sudden, it's pouring rain, sideways rain, raining from the floor, and you're like, dude, and my, my, my pants are soaking wet, and all of a sudden, boom, sun comes out, rainbows, everything, waterfalls, everything's beautiful again, and you're like, and, and then you're sitting there on camera with, with wet pants, and people are like, what's wrong with your pants? You're like, jeez. Uh, all right, I guess you don't. Are the know. hot springs open? Yeah, are the hot springs open. Yeah, yeah, the hot springs are open. Um, and th- there's a couple of outdoor events that were cool. Like, I had a, uh, I, I stayed in Selfoss, which is a 
about an hour away from um, Reykjavik, but but Selfoss was dope. Um, and uh, Vic is is about two and a half, three hours away from Reykjavik, and it's about an hour and a half to two hours away from where I was staying. So it's it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Well, good luck, man. It's good. It's really good uh, catching up with yes. you. And uh, this Wednesday night, eight o'clock. Again, twenty seven. This is twenty six or twenty seventh season. This is going to be twenty six. This is going to be twenty seven. Twenty seven for me. Twenty yeah. seventh season. That, Fifteen cool. years. The challenge. Um, good talking to you, TJ. We'll definitely, uh, definitely talk to you again. Hey, thank yeah, you guys very much. I really appreciate it. Take care. Yeah. All right, anytime, man. Good talking to you. Have a good again, Later, Matt. Okay. You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports. Choose Thorne, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorne.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T-E-N for 10% off. That's promo code UFC10 and you get 10% off, and Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters. Yeah, it really, the uh, the landscape, he's not lying. It's really gorgeous, and, and when you watch the trailer for it, the challenges look really cool, um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a beautifully shot show yeah. from what I could see. Just, just from the trailer, it looked like it was beautifully shot. Oh, by the way, we, we should compliment Matt. This guy. I, to, to be a sore loser here, uh, not only did you pick uh, Vittoria Hermanson, um, but you did pick the uh, co-main event. Um, I did not. I picked, pick the, the I, event. I picked the right winner. I picked Jamal Hill. But did I pick the right round? No, because you said round two TKO, and he actually won by round two TKO. Um, really? so yeah, you got it completely right. I had uh, Ovin St. Pru. By the way, uh, now I'm never going to criticize OSP. But he kept going to. Oh my! I, I don't know why he didn't stay southpaw. He was having much more success dropping those heavy kicks, and then every time he went to uh, to fight righty traditional, uh, Jamal Hill would capitalize. And I would love to know why he did that. Like sometimes I know he changes stances a lot, but why do you do that when it was working? What he was doing southpaw. Well, listen, Jimmy. Maybe he was setting something up himself. Maybe. You see how many high kicks he knocked people out with? You ever see his highlight reel? Listen. Jamal Hill, and I talked about this when I talked about Marvin Vittori. Jamal Hill's hungry. Yeah. He is, yes. He's hungry. He wants to eat. He goes in there. It's, it's meal time. He, yeah. I see that when I, when I, I'm telling you right now, I felt, I feel, I see the confidence just leaning out of him. He wants to show his skill set in there. He wants to show what he could do. He, man, I'll tell you right now, that was his biggest test to date. And he handled it like a like a a PIMP. Yeah, he did. I mean, um, he looked great. He looked really great. Um, oh wait, we have, go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, buddy. I was. That's okay. I was going to say we have a. They cut uh, 
Yoel Romero, oh, yeah, he's 41 and he had lost a few fights. And, you know, again, the roster is pretty packed. But, uh, yeah, Yoel Romero has been uh, cut. And Dana said there's going to be more to come. I, I guess that's the disadvantage or the, the, the downside to having such an amazing roster is you only have room for so many people. So um, I, I don't know who's going to be next. Um, um, I don't know either, Jimmy, but I do know. I do know that Jordan Levitt knows how to slam somebody on their head. <laughs> what, and Matt, I feel for Matt Wyman because he's got a good ground game. So he's probably thinking, all right, this is going to end up on the floor. I'll make sure I don't get knocked out. I'll just get him, end up in my guard. Yeah. But at the last second, before he slammed him, before he, you know what I'm talking about, obviously. It's, yeah, of course. Um, uh, Jordan round one, round one, yeah. Levitt versus uh, Matt defeated uh, Matt Wyman. Yeah. From a slam, and Matt Wyman jumped to guard. And uh, he walked him across the cage. And right before, because he had a double, he had him all around the way. He had a double underdogs. But right before he did it, he put his hand as a frame. He grabbed his traps right across. So his arms across his neck. So that's coming down. Not only does your head hit that, that hits your carotid artery. Oh, fuck. That's not good at all. There's no place for your head to go. Right. Imagine that on the concrete, Jimmy. Don't jump to God. Don't do it. You know? But uh, if you do, make sure you get your shoulders to the mat. But I'll tell you right now, that was something else. And it was uh, <laughs> that guy's funny, man, because then he does, he does like the dirty dancing thing afterwards and stuff. He's a, he seems like a nice kid that you would have loved it. Yeah, it was a good night. I mean, there was some really good fights. Um, and the UFC has been on a roll, man. Every week there are good fights. And, I, and I'm telling you, it's always nice when the main event is as solid as uh, Victoria Hermanson was. It's always good in the main event. You know, I mean, we all like a quick knockout, but, you know, if something's going to go five rounds, I mean, that was just they, – they set a record, I think, for the most significant strikes or something in the middle of the fight. Yeah, really. Um, I don't remember which fight they passed. I don't know, man, but he's definitely uh, – both guys, though. You, I mean, you're going to see uh, – you know, you're going to see Jack Hermanson back. I mean, that guy is just – he was in that fight. He showed – he was threatening on the floor, standing up. He was landing some strikes. But Marvin Vittori was not going to be denied, Jimmy. No, not no, his, be le- his left was his left was uh, was landing all night. I mean, literally for five rounds, that left was effective for Vittori. I like I like him behind the mic too. I like when he's saying, "Hey, listen, Israel was saying that he, uh, that I'm not going to, you'll never see me again. I'll never make my way to the title." He goes, "Here I am, motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> I like that shit. Come yeah. on, Jimmy. I like a little spunk. I like a little. I like a little. A little spunk, Jimmy. Yeah, and call it calling out Costa. You're right. A little attitude. Excuse me. Calling that's out Costa is, a, is not an easy fight. I mean, that's a, that's a brutal fight for anyone to call out. But do you know why, Jimmy? Do you know why he does that? Because he's not an easy fight for anybody, and he knows it. I like that pasta eating Italian. I yeah, want I him too. to win. Yeah, I love him. Uh, Adesanya um, Gastelum had the record before. Thank you, Antonio. Um, yeah, it was just it was an incredible fight. It was an incredible. Fight and I really thought Hermanson was done in the first round, and uh, it's it's just a testament, like you said, the fact that that uh, Vittori just went, all right, fuck it, and just kept going and didn't yeah, discouraged by not, and the fact that Hermanson was able to hang in there uh, until the end of the fifth round is amazing. It should be brought up about the corner work. Uh, I thought Hafio uh, Cadero was phenomenal. I like there was a there's there's he hit all the points where he gave technical advice. But he was also motivating. He was stern enough to be like, look, you need this, you need that. He was letting him know what he needed to do. And he was keeping him motivated at the same time. And it seemed and he seems like a very genuine fellow. 
you know, he's also he also worked Mike Tyson's corner. Sure he did. Yeah. But um, I like that. He's an old school uh, shoebox guy, man. I'm loving that he's he's uh, guys get their due. I like that he's getting some attention lately, and it's well deserved. You know. Oh, Jocker Ray is, listen to me, talk about a legend. Jocker Ray is ready. Oh, good. Awesome. You know, let's talk to Jocker Ray. Yeah, that's, of course. There he is. There, hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Hey, buddy, how oh, you doing? Jocker Ray, yeah, how are you, legend? Yeah, I feel good, feel good. I'm in good shape, yes. And, and you do feel, uh, you do feel okay, and, uh, you, you know, you're healthy and everything is all right? Yes. Thank you, God. Everything's all right. I mean, I'm mean, I'm healthy. I'm in good shape. I'm I'm ready to rock. The switch of opponents because yeah. you were going to fight Marvin Vittori, and he just had a, he had a great fight over the weekend. We'll talk about that after. But now you're fighting Kevin Holland. Does it make a difference to you? Yes, it's so different because uh, Holland is so long. You know. Uh, Vittori is a, was a uh, is a left hand, uh, Holland a right hand. So, but I'm I'm in good shape. I did a a good training camp. I brought the big guys to help me, and I'm ready. You know what I love? I love Jacare's English. That's great. It's you hard for me. <laughs> there are no <laughs> nobody to help me here right now. I'm I'm sweaty, but I. I feel good. <laughs> oh, you have to do the press by yourself because there's nobody, there's no interpreter with you. Yes. I'm, I'm scared a little bit, but I, I can't understand uh, everything right now. A little bit. <laughs> I, I'm amazed with anybody who can learn more than one language. I've tried. I guess my mind doesn't work that way. I can't, uh, I've tried Spanish. I've tried French and I just, I can't learn another language. So. Oh, for me it's hard because I was I I am a I have a dyslexia, you know. So to learn uh, is, is hard for me. But I can I I I did a hard 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 training in English. So I, right now I can understand a little bit. I can talk a little bit, and I feel more confident to to talk with my fans. How did you when you were a kid? You found out you had dyslexia. How did they? Uh, how old were you when you found out? Uh, I found this uh, one year ago with my my old kids. No, he, he came learning uh, English and uh, he was bad in the school. And I went to the to the psychologist with my kids. No, and she said to me, "Wow, she is very intelligent. She but she has a she have a dyslexia." And <laughs> that's why I right now I know. Uh, I have a, I know that I have a dyslexia too. It's actually a sign of, they say it, it's, it, 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 usually people who have it are very intelligent and the brain is working very fast and it gets tangled when it's working fast, but it's actually usually a sign of people who are, are very intelligent have it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ray, how long have you been living in Florida? Three years, exactly three years. I love that place. The weather is great. It's like it's like a Brazilian weather. There are a lot of Brazilian food here. Yes, it's like my home. <laughs> now I seen on the countdown you were riding your mountain bike, and it looked almost like a swamp. 
I know your nickname, the you know, the the alligator and everything. Do you get worried about meeting some real alligators? Jimmy, don't yeah. don't this is a crappy question. I still they were riding oh. bikes in the freaking looks like the Everglades. <laughs> yes, uh, I I I was I wasn't scared about the alligator because the, the that animal is, is very strong. <laughs> yes. We have to respect that, that animal, you know. Do you see them at all? In yes, tomorrow? sometimes, sometimes. They run away. Yes. They're on golf courses a lot. Like you see a lot of videos of guys on golf courses with alligators. I saw, walking across. I saw this that video. It was amazing. <laughs> the alligator was great, bigger. Huge. <laughs> but they, they don't bother people though, right? Like if you're not near them, they'll kind of leave you alone. Sorry. Uh, they, uh, they, the alligators don't bother people? No, no, no. Oh, that's that's good, Jimmy. Yeah. I what part of uh, I have something to, to show you. Uh, okay. I have a plan to open my new my new BJJ gym. It's gonna be the, the most beautiful BJJ in the world. No, not not in your garage, is it? It's my gym. It's, yes. it's my future gym. Okay. So I know you've been working out of your garage, and that's interesting. Look okay, at look at this. Oh, look at this! Look at this, Jimmy. That's nice. Wow! That's what? my look at my coffee. Coffee. Oh. Where is this in Florida? It's gonna be in Florida. I bought wow. three store. You know. To the very be beautiful, that's great. Yeah, people listening, he's giving us a little slideshow through, through, through the phone. Yeah, there's some beautiful shots. Um, <laughs> yes, the first time that, that I showed this for that, this for for the people, I want to show that. The, the, look at this one. Let me see that. Oh, look at the bathrooms, Jimmy. I can do my business in yeah. there. That looks comfortable. <laughs> yeah. that looks comfortable. Uh, I want to show this right next door to each other. Look, let me see this now. These are the showers. This looks beautiful. Yeah. Now, really beautiful. Now, Florida is still open, correct? Yes. Uh, the the uh, probably is gonna be waiting waiting the next summer. Next summer. Next summer. Next awesome. summer. It's gonna be just for jujitsu. Beautiful. Only jujitsu. Only jujitsu. Geese and that's I it. That. Now I this is that. this is not just for fighters too. This will be open to the public. Just for public, public for for fighters too. But the fighters, then can put the gi. If he, the fighters put the gi and come to my gym, it's gonna be welcome. I love that. I love that you. Let me tell you. Let me ask you because I am a big believer in the gi. My master, Henzo Gracie, your friend, he would always tell me, "You the gi makes everything harder. You take it off, you could fly. But when you put it on for a training, training reasons." It's got so many benefits. Why do you like the geese so much? I think I lost them. For I hope Jacques is still here. Why do you uh, because, believe in the geese? Why do you believe in the geese? Uh, because in, uh, I, I trained in the geese with in, in all my life. You now, when I was five F, when I fought in uh, DCC or something, or no geese or no geese tournaments, I trained more the geese with no geese. You know. I like more gi. You oh. like more gi? Gi is my passion. That passion. is right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. your passion. Now, passion. Yes. I listen, I'm a big fan of your ground game, of your jujitsu game. I love it. From when you comorid Marcelo Garcia, 
I seen this. I seen this. Okay, great, great. With the gi on, your game with the gi and without the gi, very similar. The same, pretty much. I don't see you doing too much fancy, different stuff with the gi, the worm guards and stuff. Is do you feel it's very similar with the gi? No, without? no, 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 no. Okay. When I put the gi, I feel I feel seventy uh, percent more strong. You know, mm. when I put my gi. Uh, I, I when I put my gear, I feel like a superhero, you know. <laughs> uh, yes, when I grab the the the, the gear, I, I I feel the power. I can control everything. It's hard, and I I'm big fan of the American guys like uh, Gordon Ryan. You yes. know the, the the other guy. His, his name is uh, I forgot his name. Gary Tolan. Yes. He, 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 <laughs> I know. Craig Jones, Craig Jones, Craig Jones. Craig Jones. Man, for me, is uh, Gordon Rice the number one. Craig Jones for me is the number one to watch. I love, I love what, the, what, the, what, the, what the, that that guy, you know. Yes. So, yes. Now, do you feel with the leg locks? How do you feel about the leg locks? Oh, Which- in all my in all my life, I have a, I had a very good defense, leg lock defense. But that guy was amazing right now. We have to we have to learn with these guys. Yes, yes. We have to learn. All Brazilians have to learn because these guys want right now they they are number one. We have to respect. We have to watch this guy. We have to learn with these guys. Yes, with the leg game, with the leg lock game. Yes, yes, yes. One hundred percent. Do you feel like with the gi? you could take away a lot of the leg locks. Like you could, like it's harder to do the leg locks with the gi on. Do you feel that's true? Yes. <laughs> why why uh, is it harder? Man, I, I train, uh, so I train it uh, with the Craig Jones. It, this, guy, this guy beat me a lot, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they beat me. Yes. But, oh, and I have a lot of respect. He's a very cool guy. He's a, a respect, nice. he's respect me. And yeah. I love him. Yes. I learned a lot. It's great. That's no gi? That's no gi. No gi, no gi. No gi. Oh, he's great, man. He's great. Yeah. He, I, I learn a lot. I don't have problem to, uh, to tap. It's normal, you know? But in the competition, no, it's hard. I, I don't tap. It's hard to make me tap. But if you're training for me, if you take, take my arm or take my, my, my leg, I want to tap. It's, it's normal. For me, I don't have problem. That's why but you're that so guy good. is amazing. Yeah. That's, that's Jimmy. See that? That's why what, is it harder with the gi, Matt? Why, why is it like harder to do a leg lock with the gi? You, you can control the, the person easier. I can, I can control the gi. When I grab the gi, man, I can't stop all, all fighters. That's why uh, it's important to do both. Because again, like even with those guys, like they uh, can be a little bit more with the gi, so they, it's important that they have a jacket. Uh, no gi for me is hard. For it is hard. no gi, yeah. Yeah, no gi is hard. It's hard. It's harder. And you know what it is, Jimmy? The leg locks do add a different, different, you know, thing to the game. So I, I, I'm, I am my old school, but my my mind is open to learn. And I saw. That guy right now, like uh, Gordon Ryan and other guys, and I have a lot of respect with Galvão. Galvão is amazing. He's an old school. He, he can beat the new school, you know. Yeah. Yes, but we have to learn with uh, that, that guy, like uh, 
like a Gordon Ryan and Craig Jones and that guy. And a long time ago, I went to to Hensel's Academy and he yeah. showed me Gordon Ryan in the match. So this guy is going to be a champ. Right now, he's a champ. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That was probably a while, that was a while ago. Sorry, guys. My alarm's going off. What is it? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I got an intruder. I hope not, for his sake. That's the wrong <laughs> house to break into. Right? I might have to check that shit out. <clears throat> now, now, Jacques, right, you've recovered. You had uh, you had tested positive for uh, for for COVID. Were you sick, or was it just that that, that you had no symptoms? Oh, uh, I was asymptomatic. Uh, it's like a zero for me. No, I make a weight, and I, I, I. It's it's normal, like like right now, you know. Yeah. That's good, man. It's good to stay close to your weight. It's 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 healthier for you. Yes, I was. I feel. I felt. I felt health when I got COVID nineteen. It's it's was. It, I fe, I felt bad because uh, in all the road talk about me. Oh shit! Oh, COVID, you got COVID, for like, man. This, this crazy virus. I don't bring this that, that crazy virus for the world, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just got this crazy virus. It makes but, you feel like you got some, like you got cooties or something. I don't know if you know yeah. plague. Wow, it was hard because uh, and in Brazil and uh, in TV and uh, everything, I was, I was, I was the first, the first guy to got this, this that crazy virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now it's not a big deal because most, nah. most people got it. You know, Jimmy's got worse stuff going on. Trust me. Sure, absolutely. But it was more fun to catch. <laughs> That's stuff I have. <laughs> um, well, listen, you're fighting uh, Kevin Holland. This is a great, great fight. Yeah, totally the opposite of what you were uh, training for. But uh, we're looking forward to this um, 256 this Saturday night. Um, when you're fighting a young guy, you know, he's going for his fifth win this year. Does it change the way you approach it when you're fighting? Uh, you know, not, I mean, he's been around for a while, but these guys who are on the rise, does that change the way you approach this at all or it doesn't matter to you? I have to say something for you and for the, all the fans. I feel better than ever. Young Lions kills old Lions. Sometimes they die and try. I want to beat him, this guy. Look my face. I, do, I did a good training camp, hard training camp. I'm in shape and I want to show who I am. Look. I see I'm it. no joke. Yeah. Jimmy, I see it. I see it. Yeah, Jacare. He's showing us the abs. Look at the, I'm keeping my shirt on. Yeah, Jacare. I want to show you. I want to show my gas. I want to show my jujitsu for these guys. I'm ready. I can't, Jimmy. I yeah. can't. I, can't I, I was excited before. I feel like I had a shot of espresso. Jacare, I have one more shot. You. you know, I have one more shot. And I trust in me. I have one more shot. I brought big guys. That guy kicked my ass every day. <laughs> I bet seven two feet guys long, two uh, like um, two thirty two thirty kilograms like a so have a weight. Yeah, have a weight. Wow, and I train hard, and I'm ready. And then I did a very good training camp, and I, I'm in health. I want to beat this guy, and I will calling calling the the Italian dream. He 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 he. He said a lot of shit, you know, before the fight. Nobody accepted the fight. I accept, you know. 
and I want to be this young guy and calling for the Italian dream. So you're already like, calling for Marvin Vittori after? Yes. I'm I'm loving it. People yeah. like that. They like yeah. when you're calling people out. You're fired up. Well, listen, congratulations. I'm looking forward to your fight. Congratulations on your new academy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. About that. I'll be visiting when I'm over there visiting my Yes. You are, you are 100% welcome. I love you, man. Yeah, you're the best, Dr. Ray. Listen, I can't wait to watch you. We're both big fans, me and Jimmy, and we'll be watching this weekend, brother. Nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Bye. All right, Jacare. Right, take care. Take care, Jacare. Yeah, he's in great shape. I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I mean, he looks. That was a great. Sometimes uh, young lions kill old lions, but sometimes they die trying. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Jimmy! I'm going to steal that one. Yeah, we're back on Wednesday. Make our picks, Jimmy. Listen, yep. um, thank you for congratulating me on my picks because yeah, I look. I mean, uh, why not? What? I got some stuff I got to do today, though. So, uh, but we'll listen, what we'll do is we'll talk on. Um, are you gonna play? I see you're in hand. You have the controller again. Are you gonna play more? What are you playing? Do you like it? I literally. Well, I'll tell you. I, you're not gonna be happy with some of the videos. I I didn't play much. Dude, get onward. Get me and you. We'll go on like tactical missions. One of them's getting to the chopper. So and you put down. I want your. I want your avatar to be little bird, and I'll be Kamara Savage. And well, and then I'll say, come on, little bird. We gotta get to the chopper, <laughs> and you'll be running behind me. Want to do it? Uh, yeah, but I have a feeling it won't be little bird. Um, a friend of mine made a couple of videos that I, I don't think you're going to be happy with. Oh, he was playing. Don't let Chip play this thing. Is that what you're talking about? He's, he's been playing a lot. Are you serious? Yeah. What is it on Instagram? Where no, I didn't put it up yet. I'm just making, putting the videos together, but I'm figuring out how to like put in game video. It's really in fine. And you were right though. I only bought this because of you. You talked about it so much. I'm like, Matt loves this so much. I got to try it. And I hated it at first. It made me dizzy. But then I tried a couple of stationary things, and I'm like, "This is amazing! It's, it's amazing! It's a lot of fun, Jimmy." Yeah, and that's and you know me, I'm, I like to have fun. And I'm doing things like an old lady, like I'm doing the Mount Everest climb, and you're just fucking floating, and you're looking at a surround of Mount Everest. It's amazing. It's really amazing. You pick the music you like. This is more of a kind of not, maybe it's not a girly thing. I don't know. My wife and my kids like Beat Saber, so you have like lightsabers. You do it to music. Maybe you could do it to like Ozzy music or something. Yeah, I would do that. I have a question for you. <laughs> is there a way, Matt? Is there a way? Because like when I'm talking, I can't hear it in the, the game recording. Is there a way to talk and hear it in game? Or when you turn the mic on, how does that work? Uh, listen, this is the way. That's the Mandalorian. Do you know they're bringing Bill Burr back? Oh, good. I love Bill, so I'm always happy to see well, Bill do anything. Watch the first episode last season, he was great in it. Because I said I don't watch Bill unless they give him two episodes. <laughs> All right, listen, everybody. I will talk to you in a couple of days. All right, buddy. Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, Unfiltered Army. Yep. Thank you uh, to our our guests, uh, uh, TJ, Jacare, and Cub. It was a, it was great talking to those guys. It was fun. All right, buddy. Bye, Jimmy. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. 
If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.